Hey there, fellow travel lovers, and welcome to Wanderlust at 35 Plus, the podcast that explores travel during our peak season of life. I'm your host, Stephanie Ritz, an entrepreneur and full-time traveler, and I'll be your guide on this incredible adventure. If you're at a point in life where you're craving more excitement, exploration, and unforgettable moments, you're in the right place, my friend. This is your ticket to discovering the world and redefining what it means to live life to the fullest. In each episode, I'll share practical tips for making travel a lifestyle and take you behind the scenes of travel life as I share the ups and downs of life abroad. So whether you're a seasoned traveler looking for fresh inspo or just starting to dream of making travel a lifestyle, Wanderlust at 35 plus is your compass to a life well-traveled and filled with adventure, and maybe even a little shenanigans. Let's go. Hey, hey there, travel friend. Welcome back to another Tuesday Travel Quickie. As you probably know, I'm all about the business class experience. However, there are times when budget airlines come into play. So let's settle the debate on whether you should consider a budget airline or bypass it and just pay for a more full service experience. Personally, I'm glad that the budget airlines exist. Flight costs have gotten out of control, which is why I teach you how to use points and miles in my Travel Savvy Jet Setter course, which I'll link to in the show notes. This is how I'm able to fly around the world on long haul international flights on almost no cash. But for short flights where you're more likely to pay cash, I'm a fan. You're likely not ever going to see me fly a budget airline for a long haul flight again, though. I did it once, and even with an upgraded lay flat seat, it was awful. I booked a flight from Buenos Aires to Miami on Avianca. I didn't have a lot of flight options, and I was able to pay for the entire flight completely on points. I did pay an extra fare for a lay flat seat because this was going to be a long journey. This was my one and only experience with Avianca, and unfortunately, it was not a good one. The seat was broken. It was dirty, like you can actually feel the dirt on the seats and on the table. And you weren't allowed to bring water on board, and they didn't offer free water, even in the upgraded lay flat seats. You literally had to pay for everything. And this is common feedback with these low cost carriers. So never again, if I can help it, will I ever fly a budget airline for a long haul flight. However, I have flown budget airlines for short flights, and I absolutely think they're worth it. If the flight is less than like three, four hours and I'm paying cash, I would consider all of my options. I've flown Jetstar, JetBlue, Southwest, Breeze, and I've had great experiences on all of them. You just need to level set expectations. It's going to be a different experience. But before you even consider booking it, you have to add up the costs. Budget airlines are known for nickel and diming you. So do a little research. Go to Google Flights and see all of your options. If the low-cost carriers seem like the best option, look at all of the fees before booking. Fees you'll want to consider include checked bag, carry-on bag, and seat assignment. These all vary by carrier. The other consideration is baggage allowance. 
Some airlines will not let you bring overweight luggage, even if you're willing to pay for it. So look at the full picture. With these budget airlines, you can likely expect smaller seats, limited legroom, unless you're willing to pay for an exit row, and often there's no entertainment option. You may have to pay for any drinks or snacks, including water, and they will likely be diligent about the size and weight of your carry-on. Know this going in so that you can prepare and make the best of it. I'll be flying Jetstar a couple of times around Australia while I'm here, and I had to add up all the fees in advance of booking to make sure that it didn't make more sense to just book Virgin or Qantas and have a nicer experience. If the cost makes sense and the baggage allowance works, then for a few hours, I can handle the budget airline experience. Last time I was in Australia, I flew Jetstar exclusively, and every time I had a consistent experience and was prepared with what to expect, so I didn't hesitate to book them again for this trip. I have a blog article about my Jetstar experience, which I'll link to in the show notes if you want to hear more specifically about this airline. But I'm also a big fan of Southwest in the US. And this is a controversial one for Americans. People either love them or hate them. Your bags fly for free, but you don't get a seat assignment. So it's a bit of a free for all. They have a good reward system though, and the seats are generally not bad. But you have options with Southwest to try to get a better seat assignment if you're willing to pay a little more. And I appreciate the option because for those who don't have the financial wiggle room, you're still getting a cheap flight and you don't have to pay for your bags. And some budget airlines can actually create a really lovely flight experience, some more than others. I would say JetBlue, for example, has done a great job with this as a low-cost carrier. But sometimes all it takes is one bad experience and it sets the tone for any future decisions to fly with an airline. So keep an open mind because everyone's going to have a different opinion based on their personal experience like I had with Avianca. I also like budget airlines as a good option to get to another airport on the cheap so that you can fly out of a bigger hub that has more flight options. When I fly budget, typically I'm paying for all the upgrades on my flights, sometimes because I have to with the amount of luggage that I have, and other times because I want to have the best experience possible. So all of this really depends on your travel style and if it's an experience you're willing to compromise on. Based on a recent Instagram survey I did, most of you agree that having the option is worth it. So that's where I stand on budget airlines. I say, under the right circumstances, absolutely book them. Until next time, my friend, grab your food and drinks in an airport lounge before boarding your budget flight, and it will be smooth sailing. See you next time. Thanks for listening and being a part of our Wanderlust at 35 Plus Travel Community. I hope you're feeling inspired and excited to start planning your next adventure. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed our travel chat, a five-star rating and review goes a long way in helping other travel lovers to find us. My friend, this is the perfect time to write your own travel story. So whether you're a newbie, a seasoned explorer, or a solo traveler, now is the time to fulfill those travel dreams and start making memories. Until next time, remember, life is short, but the world is wide. Let's make every moment count. Safe travels, and I'll see you on the next episode of Wanderlust at 35+. Plus.